Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast where we dig into God's Word together and find life through Jesus Christ. My name is Ben Blakey. It's Wednesday, the 9th of September, 2020. And if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard of before the Proverbs 31 woman. But have you ever heard of the Proverbs 32 man? I became acquainted with the Proverbs 32 man as a high school student in calculus class. And if you're wondering what in the world is he talking about, there are only 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. I am talking about Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 2, which says, Surely I am too stupid to be a man. I have not the understanding of a man. And I became associated with this in calculus class as a high school senior as we would be working hard on a problem and we we would realize we were not anywhere close to the answer and the teacher would explain it to us and then that's when we would see our clear mistake, see what we had done wrong and we would, me and a few of my friends in the class would say, oh, I am Proverbs 32 man. I am too stupid to be a man. I do not have the understanding of a man. Well, what is that saying? Besides just high school students goofing around in calculus class, what does this mean? Well, let's see what it says uh, to go on. In verse 3, it says, I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended to heaven and come down? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has wrapped up the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? What is his son's name? Surely you know. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found as a liar. When I read these verses, what I understand it to be is an admission of someone who knows, I don't have the wisdom. I don't have the knowledge that I need to live life. But God has given us his word and it is true and it is proven and it is right. And when we admit that I don't have wisdom and we run to God to take refuge in him and his word... That's when we find goodness. That's when we find life. That's when we find wisdom. When we become Proverbs 32 men who are humble enough to admit that we don't have the answers, but there is one. And even there it says, what is his son's name? That wisdom ultimately was expressed in human form in Jesus Christ. And so we don't lean on our own understanding. We don't lean on our own wisdom. We look to God. We look to his word. And that is where we find wisdom and direction for life. And so today, I hope that you are looking to God genuinely, that you are not just going through the motions today of listening to a podcast and doing your Bible reading, but that you are genuinely seeking God. And again, it reminds me of what Pastor Charlie preached this last Sunday from James chapter 1. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask. Are you asking God for wisdom today? You should be. And that's the lesson we should all learn from the Proverbs 32 man. 
Now, of course, we do get to chapter 31 as we wrap up the book of Proverbs today, and we see the Proverbs 31 woman. We see uh, that she is trustworthy. We see that she is a hard, hard worker. We see that she is generous and joyful and optimistic and dignified. But look at what it all comes down to at the end, verse 30, when it says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Where does this book start? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Where does it end? What ultimately is the key of this Proverbs 31 woman? She fears the Lord. She lives like God is real. She lives like God is holy and awesome, just like he says he is and that he is watching. And that is ultimately what motivates all of her actions. So women listening to this podcast, ultimately it's going to come down to, do you fear the Lord? Whose opinion are you living for in this life? Is it some other person? Is it a person that you you care about or a husband or a parent or somebody at your workplace that that's the person that you want to please more than anything? Or is it about God and honoring him? When that is first, so many of these other things will fall into place. And I want to give a particular challenge to men listening to this podcast this morning. In verse 28, it says of this Proverbs 31 woman, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. If you are a man listening to this podcast today, do you have a wife who fears the Lord? Did you or do you have a mother that fears the Lord and has lived out so many of the things that have been said in this psalm, then then today I want to challenge you to reach out to your wife and or your mother and praise them, bless them, encourage them for and show them your gratitude for how your life has been bettered because of how they have feared the Lord and sought to serve him and therefore also served you. Uh, Let me make sure that you fulfill your part in this psalm of giving praise to where praise is due. And many of you to your wife or to your mother. And so we wrap up the book of Proverbs. And there's some connection points I want us to see between uh, Proverbs and some other things that we're reading today. Uh, One other thing that I want to note is there in Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 8, where he says, Remove from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. He doesn't want to be rich. He's just saying, God, give me what I need. So on the one hand, I'm not frustrated and angry that I'm, I don't have what I need. And then on the other hand, that I have so much that I forget that I need you. And that brings me to our passage in the gospel of Luke today, as we see the rich young ruler. And you remember this familiar story where this guy, he feels like he has done all of the commandments and Jesus challenges him, Hey, go sell what you have 
and give it to the poor and come follow me. And he doesn't do it. He walks away sad because he was wealthy and he did not want to give that up. And Jesus even says some shocking things. He says, how difficult is it for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Wow. And if you are a person living in the United States in the 21st century, um, odds are by compared to the rest of the world today and compared to the rest of humanity throughout history, you are wealthy. And we need to understand there is a great danger that our wealth will cause us to think we can take care of ourselves instead of trusting in God. And we see this was a clear problem with this man. He loved his wealth and probably to some extent trusted in his wealth. And it's also clear that he also trusted in his works. He thought he was a righteous person. I've done all the commandments, Jesus. What else do I got to do? That was his mindset. He doesn't really come to Jesus with a Proverbs 32 mindset saying, I need wisdom. I need understanding. I need to know the Lord. What can you tell me, Jesus? He shows up saying, I'm pretty rich. I've done all the things I'm supposed to do. I should be good, right? I mean, what else do I have to do? That's not the mindset with which we should approach God. A better example of the mindset that we should have, we see in Psalm 106 as we get that started today and just looking at um, the first five verses. And really, I'm going to want to encourage you to peek ahead one more verse because today it starts off with praise. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And that is a common refrain in the Psalms. It's even a a very simple Hebrew song that I learned the first day when I set foot in Israel as a college student. And just that simple idea of giving thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And he's reflecting on that and he's asking God to remember him, to remember him when he shows favor to his people and to look upon him. And then we see why when we peek ahead at verse six, when he says, both we and our fathers have sinned, we have committed iniquity, we have done wickedness. And he is very aware of his own sin and the sin of his nation. And he is asking for God's mercy and God's remembrance and favor and grace. So this psalmist is coming with that humble heart that, hey, I need help. I don't have it figured out on my own. I need God's help. And one thing we're going to see from our final passage today from Titus 2 is not only do we need God's help, we need help from our brothers and sisters in Christ. And in Titus chapter 2, we see a lot of this describing deep people in different life stages. And really, it breaks it down into older men and younger men, and older women and younger women. And it even describes specific things that these people need to work on. So I want to ask you, which, which group do you fit in? Are you an older man, a younger man, an older woman, a younger woman? And look at these things and do some self-examination. Are these things happening in your own life? But one thing we also see is that the older men and the younger and the older women are meant to pass along their knowledge 
to the younger men and the younger women. So again, which are you, if you are older, are you passing it along? Are you actively seeking to reach out to others, to pass along the faith that people have taught to you and what that looks like in everyday life? And if you are younger, are you looking for older examples? Do you have that humility to admit, you know, there's people out there that have knowledge and wisdom that I need, but I don't have. And so I'm looking for those. I want you to think about that today. Who are the people in your life? And you should probably have people on both ends because there's probably somebody older than you and there's probably somebody younger than you. So really, no matter how old you are, you should be thinking. And also, it might not even all relate to physical age because some of you might be older men, but babies when it comes to Christianity. And there's some of you that might be somewhat younger relatively, but you've been walking with God for a long time. And so are you always looking out for people that could be an example to you? And are you always looking out for people that you can help and encourage with your own example? Because all of us need to realize we need help. And that really, I think, is the heart of the Proverbs 32 man. He knows he needs help help. And the ultimate place we're going to find that is in God and in his word. Thank you for digging into God's word with me today on revival from the Bible. And I want to dedicate today's episode to my own wife, Holly Blakey. She is most definitely a Proverbs 31 woman, and I am most definitely a Proverbs 32 man. And I am blessed by God to have her in my life. And if you want more resources on Revival from the Bible, you can go to revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.